Hello and welcome to another episode of To The Drummer's Beat, the official flypapermagazine.com podcast. This is episode 97 and once again Malcolm is gone off away on business. So me, Leah slash Storm and DJ Enigma hold it down for the crew. It's a lot of relationship talk from all different angles. We touch on Ezekiel Elliott and false narratives attached to his alleged crimes, respecting relationships, the do's and don'ts of interacting with people who are involved, other topics like dating your best friend, and also the dating complexities of the HBO series Insecure. Most importantly, Lawrence out here giving free random beard rides. Also, we have Ikis call in so we can get his opinion on the latest episode of Insecure. So another great action-packed episode for you. This episode's featured song is by Big James. Brand new. This is called Aquarium, produced by Sean Starks. Make sure you check that out. And as always, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, like the Facebook page, and of course, go to flypapermagazine.com to the drummer's beat. Let's do it. very punctual when it's just us two we early for real for real flex bomb flex bomb <laughs> but um how's it going how's everything going with you everything's been good um real easy start to my weeks thus far i worked from home for most of the day oh so. that's dope you know working from home is love love i, I know all about it let me tell you my dryer broken <laughs> I've been drying the same little clothes since 8 a.m. I'm wondering, like, it's not getting dry, and now it stink. So, why is about that that mildewy yeah. smell? So I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna take my clothes at my parents' house in the morning and wash them, and call maintenance. But all my clothes are. That's why I have this on. Like, because like, luckily I have some clean drawers. Otherwise, I don't want to <laughs> right. do it tomorrow. <laughs> so I'm gonna get up first thing in the morning and do my laundry. But this is to the drummer's beat, the official flypapermagazine.com podcast. Um. We got a light episode today. We're light in presence because um, Ikees Malcolm, um, Malcademics, he's, uh, <laughs> he's going to he, bite you. He's, he's out of town, so. Be, you know, be ready for the Twitter fight. He's doing his thing. Malcademics is doing his thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is DJ Byrne. Of course, we have uh, Stormy Storm What's in the good? building. Uh, we have DJ Enigma on the boards, legendary. Eating with Scorsese over here on the boards, <laughs> um, and we're just, you know we're just gonna talk about you know random topics today. A lot of you know a lot of podcasts. I feel like the ones I like are driven by topics that are relatable. We all like music, but music is still something that's like consumable. Whereas relationships are something we all get involved. Right, in. exactly. So. Things can get dicey when you <laughs> when you have relationships. You have new relationships and old relationships. relationships. I'll just let I'll, <laughs> Lord. I'll let you take over. Okay, so we're gonna start off with uh, some storm talks real okay. quick. Um, so, so last week, okay, I had a little incident. Oh, incident. Okay, you know, just a slight, slight Let's incident. You let's know? talk about it. So I'm out with my man, right? Uh-huh. Having a good time, just chilling, um, checking out. Two Truths, Wednesdays, be there. Oh, first of all, shout out to him because I didn't know he listened to the podcast until he, <laughs> until he asked me, like, hey, what was that song? And I'm like, 
oh, you listen to the podcast? Luckily, I know I don't be saying no outlandish shit on here anyway. So right. I don't worry about it. But you, you never know who listens to the podcast. So shout out to him. But Two Truths and Wednesdays. We just having a good time, real nice vibe. And some man comes up to me. And at first, I thought it was somebody that I knew. So I look like... I'm sitting down and I like lean back because I was gonna give him a hug because he looked familiar. But then I got a, like as I leaned back, I got a better look at him and I was like, no, I don't know "You ain't familiar. Know. Like who are you?" Right. And like so, I like now like I'm leaning back, but I'm just like a uh, stranger danger. I don't know you. Like what's what's good? Right, right. And he's trying to and he like asked me what my name was and I was like, "My name's Leah. I'm here with my boyfriend." Right. And right I point and right I point to and I point to my man. Literally, he is standing right there at the table. And this man literally was like, that's not your boyfriend. And I'm like, excuse me. Like, I'm like, like, I'm shocked. I'm like, are you joking? Is you? I've had men probably say more disrespectful stuff, uh-huh. but not when my boyfriend is literally right there. Right. And my boyfriend, like, he, we trying to, like, just laugh it off. And he's like, no, nah, like. That's my girl, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he said it and so that he could hear it. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. he was like, No, like, he, my man is right there. Okay. Like, is my man right, like, diagonal from me? This man right in front of me. So they're standing right next to each other. Right. And I'm just like, he's like, you ain't got to lie to me. Like, I'm like, I'm not lying. Like, so now I'm starting to get irritated. Like, you're not about to call me a liar. Right, right. Like, exactly. this, like what, are you, what am I going to lie for? Exactly. Like, I'm like I'm not going to put somebody on the spot and be like, oh, this is my boyfriend if it's not. Right. Like, that. that's messy because then he's not going to know how to act. Exactly, yeah. Like, he's going to look surprised like a... I don't know. I, I've been in a situation like that where I, I knew exactly. I was in uh, I was in D.C. and that happened. Some guy wouldn't go away, so I, I assumed a position. I, I scoot over. <laughs> this is my girl, bro. Yeah, like, man, you need to relax a little bit. I, I ain't got no sex out of it, but go ahead. <laughs> But, so this dude literally, like, so I start noticing that my man's, like, getting mad now. Right. And understandably so, because, like, I I wish, I would have been swung. I'm not even going to (laughs) lie. I would have been swung. And this dude literally is just like, nah, you ain't got to lie to me. And, like, he's not going away. So... My dude goes to say something. It's real hostile how he's saying it. Right. So I just like grab, like I stand up on my chair, grab him, and kiss him like right in front of old dude. Like if you have any more questions, I'm thinking like if you got any more questions, that just answered it. Right, exactly. So what the guy say? He stood there for a good two minutes afterwards, and then finally walked away. Like just like I'm like, what do you like? What more do I need to do? Yeah, shout out to your guy because I'm thinking. I'm only explaining myself once. Like, yeah, it's my girl. And you got you got ease back now. Or, or we got a problem. Well, now. the <laughs> thing the thing that was crazy to me is that they know each other. Like they don't know each other all like that. They're familiar with each other. Yeah, but like my dude, um, and it's he's in a fraternity. Right. And this dude is also so like they're not in the same fraternity, but like when my dude goes down to his the other dude's school, like they've ran into each other because their friends hang out with each other. Right, right, exactly. So, like, he's familiar with with him. So, I'm just like... And then, like, it is a Malcolm's. Like, Malcolm knows him. Oh, okay. That's, I got you. Because um, Malcolm and I discussed it, and he thought it was somebody else. Because oh, okay. I guess somebody else came to him about me. Oh, okay. And Malcolm was like, nah. And so, when he... when I, But then I was like, I don't know if that dude put him up to it, but somebody right. did something. And I was like... I was just shocked. Right. Like, you so bold. 
And it really made me start thinking because I know, like, my boyfriend and I had discussed it, and he really appreciated how I handled the situation. And I know that he and I have in the past, because of him being in a fraternity and have, knowing so many females, and just, I'll be the first one to say, I think females are more scandalous and bold and sneaky than men are. Like, with a man, That's like, facts. I know I know what your intentions are, so this is what I feel like men don't appreciate as a woman, like, me coming to them. Like, I'm not, like, and I'm not the type to trip out or, like, be upset about every little thing. Right. But I am, like, aware of when a, I can tell when a female's being extra. Right. And so if I come to you and I tell you, like, look, homegirl, she 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 want more than just your friendship. Exactly. I need you to understand and just trust me that I, like, that is what she wants. Right, right. Or that at least that's how the, like, vibe that she's giving off. Even, that's, even if she don't really want you, she's trying to piss me off. And I'm not here for none of it. You know, I think um, in, in that situation... This applies to women too. I think we just like the attention, so we entertain it. And not entertain it to the fact we're like, oh, we're gonna be together someday, or, or I'm gonna cheat on my girl. But just like, oh, I know she's feeling me. I'm gonna keep her at a distance, but just far enough so I can see her interested. See, now here's the thing for me. Like, I get that a lot of people do that. It actually makes me uncomfortable. Like, I don't trust that that kind of attention. Yeah. It's like, okay, so yeah, you you think I'm pretty or whatever. But one, as a woman, I've seen men say the same things that they say to me to the most smacked woman ever. <laughs> like, right. if you got a vagina, somebody going to come at you like you fine. Right. So I don't trust it personally. So, like, for me, it's, it don't make me feel good. So, like, I'm already, like, against it personally. Right, right. So, like, I don't always, like, have that. Mm, I understand it makes us feel good or something. Right. Because, like, I told my man, like, look, if you don't check her... And I check her, I'm going to look crazy. So if right. you don't check her, we done. Like, right. I'm not right. here for it. But, like, I genuinely, because I feel like if I'm handling situations appropriately and, like, trying to give you the utmost respect, especially in a public setting, I want that same respect. Exactly. Like, and but we, um, I've heard other men say that it's more difficult for men, um, especially with the whole fraternity thing. Like, they feel like you have to maintain some type of, like, respect and, like, being cordial, which to me is complete BS. Like, the same way I'm going to go off on a man if I feel like he's making me feel uncomfortable, I feel like a man has the same right to do that as well. I can understand that. Um, only I'm not in a fraternity, but I had do a lot, I do a lot of politicking as a DJ to where you want women that come to your stuff. <laughs> and it's kind of like, well, uh, new age music is different, but ladies don't want to chase after an R&B singer who they know got a woman. <laughs> Like, they want to be able to have that fantasy. Right. So, as a DJ and I was in a relationship, I had to finesse some relationships like, you know, like, we really can't go there. But, but not like, I don't know, it's kind of like, it's not it's not feeding them hope or anything, but it's just like. Allowing just, them to oh, think what they want to think, essentially, is what yeah, you're Yeah, but, but just keeping a fine line between, like, what ain't going to happen because I'm in a relationship, but just. I don't want to say string them along, but it's just hard. So I, I can see how, well, I mean, even beyond that, like whatever level of that you're doing, like going off on them is definitely like like a bad look because you, like you're you still in a network of, especially with, with Greek life, I guess you'd be in a network of people. You got to see each other all the time, so you can't really, you know. And I get that, and I'll be the first one. I'll, I'll Look, I will teach a class on how to appropriately tell somebody because it's also not always, like I've literally, especially with, my partner, like, I've been in situations where I'm like, you could have completely handled that. And we would have avoided a whole argument. because, And I would give him examples, like, literally just removing yourself from the situation. You don't even have to say nothing. 
Right. But like, cause you you gonna be mad at me because like I'm also not the one for scenes. So there have been times like I literally like, I'll walk off and be like, oh, that's what you want to be on, and it doesn't matter who you are. Like if if I feel like you're doing some stuff I just can't get down with, like I have no problem being like, okay, I'm gonna remove myself from this situation. Right. And I like I just think it's a certain respect because I also know if you gonna be salty at me if I didn't do it. Right. You better do it if it happened. Exactly. Because I'm always check somebody. I have no. I enjoy checking people. Like it's not an issue I for do, me. Yeah, I kind of. When I was in a relationship, that's kind of a point of pride as well to be able to be like, like you know, I'm my girl right there. You you don't you don't really compare. You got a screen. Bro, you gotta go. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> I got me one. I know you. I know it's bad out here for you, but you gotta get up out of my face. Like, cause like, I'll check people even when I'm single. Like, I yeah. have, it's just, cause normally, like, especially when I go out to like more of a, like a party scene, I'm not going to meet nobody, especially not a romantic right. like, interest. Cause I know what you want after the club oh, and I'm on, not here on. for hold it. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I have a problem with this cause women don't, uh, according to women, y'all don't want to be approached nowhere. You can't approach a woman at a party, a club, a bar, the grocery store, the gym. Like, where are we supposed to find these people? I would say the relationships I've been in, they all stem from us actually like being a part of the same friend group or us like just like uh, my boyfriend and I, we met because we're both in fly paper. So like we actually interacted with each other. Like I'm never going to just sit here and like you approach me and like, oh yeah, let's go on a date. Because I, I was taught not to trust that. So what if, okay, if you just, if you're single. And a guy walking down the street, like, y'all at Gallery Hop or something. Mm-hmm. Guy on the other side of the street, he see you, you look good. He walk over, like, well, like, is that not the, the appropriate place to approach somebody? I mean, no, I would say, like, something like Gallery Hop is probably uh-huh. a, a safer environment. Cause- okay, so what if we're at a club and a, and a uh-huh. guy really just going out, he, you know, in the cut, just he, he trying to get a drink. He happened to see somebody that's attractive to him. You can't approach him because we're in a club? Like, not, I don't think every guy go out to try to get some butt at the club. I feel like... 99.9% of It'd be men. one thing if, if the guy was like, what you doing after this? That's clearly sex. But if it's like, you know, I, I played this scenario in my head a thousand times. I've never executed it, though. So if I'm at a club, because <laughs> I, I already know how it's going to go. If I'm in a club and I, I see somebody, like, I approach them, like, look, I know this is not really the uh, situation to have a conversation to get to know somebody, but I would like to have that conversation with you because you're attractive and I just want to get to know more about you. So can we exchange information and maybe I could give you a call tomorrow or maybe we can have lunch one day i will say now like i said i'm not always the best example because i was literally raised not to trust that like for me like it was like instilled in me there's certain places that just aren't appropriate okay but i've heard a lot of women like talk about like not even like if a man sits here and like they're trying to ask them any it doesn't even matter where they're asking them out at like that specific location but like if you were to ask them out on a date to like a coffee shop or let's go get lunch versus, oh, let's go get drinks. Because so many people are like, oh, let's go drink and let's go do this. And a lot of women now are not trusting of that. And understandably so. And that's also the issue nowadays. It's like, as a woman, it's not safe to date necessarily. Like, it's really scary. Like, you don't know what's wrong. And then I feel like men sometimes don't understand, like, the, the reason why women have to be cautious. Like, that's they, take, they take it personally. Like, and yeah. that, it's not always personal. Like, there's been plenty of men that I genuinely thought were attractive. And, like, I even liked the conversation. But... I'll be like, look, if it's meant to be, I'll see you somewhere else. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. Like, I'll hit, I will hit you with that. That's wild. Um, okay, I had an additional question. Okay, so here's my additional question. We're, we're kind of getting off topic. I don't care. So <laughs> I see a lot of women say, if all you want is sex, you should have just uh, said that because I would respect that more. That never works, does it? 
Um, I think it's more so, I I do agree with the fact of just being honest because then you're allowing me to, you no longer hold responsibility for how I feel because you didn't, if you were upfront and honest, as a grown woman, I had to hold myself accountable if I chose, even if, even if you told me that and in my mind, I'm like, maybe I can change his mind because nonetheless, even if I didn't change your mind, you told me where you, you were at and what you wanted from me. So that is, it falls back on me. But like when people, the issue isn't just like, oh, you need to say exactly what you want. Your actions and your words need to match up. So don't sit here okay. and tell me you only want sex, but we cuddling and we going places and you getting salty if right. I'm talking to somebody else right. or I'm texting somebody else and it's on your your time. Like that's also the gray area with this whole, oh, I just want sex. But I can if that's all you want, then it shouldn't matter unless you say, I want to have sex exclusively and like, but then that's a whole nother thing to tackle. Oh, you're actually, oh, you're actually looking at it from a different perspective. You're actually looking at guys saying they want sex, but they actually want it more. I'm talking about. No, I'm saying even if they only want sex, it's the fact of like, they, men will do things to sit here and like, and they might genuinely only want sex, but a lot of times with what comes along with that is like the cuddling part of it. And like, you you do it because it feels good, but in your head you're still only like, well, I still only I don't want more. Like I don't want to. But it's getting off the vibe that you yeah. do want more. Okay. Your okay. words and your actions have to match, and if they don't, people are gonna go with whatever your actions are showing. Them. See, the problem with that is when you just meet somebody, I don't think you, I don't think I think women because women think more than men are not just gonna know like right away like oh if he asked me like we fucking, but if you got to know somebody more and you know know more, know more about their personality, then you'd be more attracted to him to give him some sex. So a guy can't come to you and say like, well, my main goal here is to have sex with you. So if you don't want to do it right now, let me get to know you some more. Because I feel like they'll be like, no, because you don't want nothing from me. So it's not like lying per se. It's just trying to warm up to the idea of having sex. I mean, you could at least say like, look, I don't, because a lot of times I don't, like, want, men don't, I don't want a relationship. Okay, like, I'm not like I'm not here for a commitment because a lot of times like and once again if your words and your actions don't match like if if you don't want a relationship do not do anything that is relationship type stuff like people and this goes for men and women because I and I hate I cannot stand when women say oh I don't care about a title or I didn't want to be in a relationship either at first but girl like you you was mad when he was talking to somebody else from jump. You was mad about things that would have been in a relationship, like things that you would be mad at if you were in a relationship about. So don't lie to yourself. Like there's, I'm the type of person, I'm very upfront, like, okay, I might not care about the title right now, like, but you need to understand if you're dealing with me, you're only dealing with me. And if you want to deal with other people, we just going to be friends. I'm very upfront about that from day one. If we are dealing with each other on any type of intimate, and I don't mean just sexual like level, because I'm not going to entertain other people. So, like, I think you have to understand where you're at, what you want. And it's not to say some women don't want to just be friends with benefits or just only want that sexual aspect. I feel like a lot of women, though, be wanting that friends with benefits because they know or they think they can change that person. Tame the man. Like, yeah, that, that just having sex ain't really going to do it. Okay. Another relationship question that, re- that relates to um, Insecure, the most recent episode of Insecure. It's a spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet. Oh well. Um, so episode three, um, Molly was at a party with her friend Dro, I guess who was a guy that uh, she went to high school with, and his wife was in San Diego doing something. So they were just kicking and having a good time. 
uh, just drinking. And then the song came on that the, one of their songs that they enjoyed. So they went out on the dance floor. It was just casually dancing, like face to face, no touching, you know, just like, you know, each other's face. Like, yeah. just... <laughs> then a uh, juvenile slow motion came on, and that's where it was the problem. <laughs> So she started turning around and throwing that thing. I mean, you got to. You got got to. to. And then so, you know, he was pushing up on her. And, you know, she came to her senses like, this is not right. And then that's when he explained, no, it's cool because we have an open marriage. But that's not really the question I have here. The question is, how far do you take it with somebody that you know is in uh, in a relationship? Like, what's out of bounds for you? I guess from from a perspective of what you would do if you were in a relationship and what you would tolerate from a guy if you're in a relationship with him and what you would do with a guy knowing he's in a relationship but you're single. Um, I'm very big on boundaries and understanding that what we share is what we share. So if you're sharing that on any level with other people, then it's not special to me. Like, so if you... Are sitting here kissing other people. Yeah, and there's yeah. nothing, you know. So it, like, it's definitely physical. Like, if I'm in a relationship, no. Like, I'm not out here doing anything at all physical with anybody. He better not be, or else right. we gonna have some issues. Um, I think the thing that's hard to distinguish is that emotional aspect of it. Honestly, because yeah. like that's. I think I don't want to say one hurts more than the other, but I think emotional hurts deeper a little bit because like you really be sitting here like but i thought well like because that's like that emotional bond is so special and it's yeah, supposed to be something it's you, hard to break like too. you can have a physical connection with a lot of people like you can be attracted to a lot of people um but that emotional bond is supposed to be really special really deep and if i feel like and it's not to say you i don't believe that any one person can be everything that you need i think that male and female friendships are very important um, but there should still be boundaries. Like I have a, my best uh, male friend. He's like blood literally cannot make us closer. Um, and there's certain things that I go to him about that I, in order to, I can get a male's perspective. So I might talk to him about certain things before I talk to my significant other, but there's also certain things I don't share with him. That's a question. <laughs> and I'm afraid to answer because this is a, it's a recorded podcast. You ever thought about dating him? Oh no. Never, never. Neither one of us have. Like, it's not to say like, oh, I think he ugly or like. It's, I've never had a physical or sexual like, not not even when we just first met and like we were just friends and like just starting to get to know each other. Like, it was never like that. We really interacted as siblings. Like, and he's even said like, I'm the first like woman he's ever understood how somebody can view somebody not blood related as a sister or sibling the reason why I ask that is because I know um, I just went out with a woman not too long ago and she always talks about this guy and they're supposed to be like best friends I'm like why y'all never date because I feel like that's the foundation of a good relationship is the friendship and she said something similar about not being attracted to him and now I won't lie I can't speak for other guys I don't speak for myself I have a very close female friend somebody that I go to for all my life advice somebody I know that has my back and we met, when we met, I was thinking, like, man, that's my, she's my type. And I, we, we quickly went into friendship because I just felt like her purpose was there to be my friend and be yeah. a guidance. But, um, you know, out of respect of her, like, seeing somebody else and then eventually getting married and having kids, like, you know, it, it's just it's strictly a friendship now. But I don't know. I always felt like the people that understand you the most 
the people that care the most about you um, and care about your well-being. Those are the people that I'm attracted to as far as that's concerned. Um, so I don't understand why you wouldn't at least try it. I mean, oh, I, I guess I understand, I, I, but I can't think of anybody that I have that strong connection with that there's not some type of attraction yeah i mean i can see your point of view it's just like it's never been like that with us and for several different reasons like my ex is also his best friend okay so but we met before i met my ex through him um like i like it's just i'm not gonna put his business out there but like there's other reasons why like i i'm sure it never even in the very beginning was ever like that and then just like that was just never that the dynamic of like I literally treat him the same way I treat my older brother or my little brother, and like that's just how I've always looked at him. It's dope like, to be able to trust a male that you're not related to like that because you know most guys just want some sex and even if it's not like them actively pursuing it, it's in the back of their mind like you know one day you know if it happened that'd be cool. <laughs> no, like and yeah, that's, so, that's never so, so that's like, cool. That's what's yeah. up. Uh, okay, so back to the question. Oh, so if you're in a relationship, are you dancing with another dude? No. Um, your dude dancing with another girl. I wish he would. Um, are you dancing with a dude that's in a relationship, but you're single? No, no. I think th- I find that to be really disrespectful. Like, even well, if you of, don't have of, respect for your relationship, I'm not going to help you disrespect. What kind of dancing it. are we talking about? Though? Just, I mean, if it's now, if it's not no like, you ain't twerking. Yeah, I'm definitely not twerking. But okay. like, there, but there's also like when you saying, "Oh, you gonna dance with it?" Like, you're not saying anything other than twerking, really, because yeah. anything else doesn't shouldn't really have to be questioned. Right. Right. I got you. So yeah, just for the record, I'm on the same page. Only because uh, that kind of dancing is sexually suggestive, and there's no way I'm you're twerking not, up on me and me not thinking about other things that could be happening in this similar formation. Look, this so, ain't Jim, Michael, and Pam. I'm not right. here for not not one little bit of that. I listen. Like, I don't know. That, that's just wild. Now that I know who it is, too, man. that's wild. <laughs> that is wild. Um. So we're gonna take a, we're gonna take a music break. This is that new hot single from Mr. and Mrs. MC Get Busy. I don't, we don't have a song in this week, so just check out the song, and we'll be right back. So don't be so focused. Y'all rappers ain't about that The shit that you rap, you never was that Flex on the ground, posting your strap Flexing your bags, I'm hosting you whack Nigga, keep it real, you ain't even gotta lie Got clout, I ain't even gotta try I'm the one, you can see it in my eye The fire's alive, inside it resides I'm dying for mine, my wave Little niggas better catch one My shit too big, try the next one Drop the hottest shit, how I slept on Next big move, be the best one The shit straight, right, shit stepped on Hop on the beat and I 
I float. With Shondon, you know we the GOAT. Gunning for the top, nigga, step down. Everybody know that I'm a vet now. All the shorties flock when it's set round. Maybe better luck in the next round. Gunning for the top, nigga, step down. Everybody know that I'm a vet now. All the shorties flock when it's set round. Maybe better luck in the next round. That's a new hot fire from MC Get Busy uh, all off their new album. Um, where do I go next? <laughs> nah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but um, nah, just check the comments. Uh, we're going to start posting. Uh, yeah, when, when me and Malcolm do our segments too, we're going to start posting the links like, to whatever songs we're talking about in the comments so people can go research whatever we're talking about. So yeah, check the comments so you can check out what that new hot fire is. Also, make sure you hit up flypapermagazine.com early and often. What? Oh, I saw that earlier. We'll talk about that in a bit. Mm-hmm. Sorry. It was all over the internet, too, yeah. Um, so, another hot topic in today's news is Ezekiel Elliott and how the NFL handed down the six-game suspension for him for violating the um, the – the official thing it was allegedly. The, oh no, it, it's the. Or did he do? No, uh, they ca- categorized it as violating the personal conduct policy, and how he violated it was because of domestic disturbances, alleged domestic disturbances. But it, my issue with that is, it's been proven that when she has not only misled police this whole entire time, oh, I was arguing time. But she's also like she's there's been proof like in text messages where she's essentially. Saying she's setting him up. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, I've heard a lot of arguments uh, over the past couple of days about uh, the police didn't convict him or charge him. So how can the NFL? So there's two different things here. You know, the police have to do beyond a reasonable doubt, and and they're not going to charge somebody that if they don't think that they can convict them because it, their conviction rate goes down. So it has to be beyond a reasonable doubt, which is like a 99 percent thing. Yeah. Um, the NFL burden of proof is a little bit less than that. There is, is a, a preponderance of evidence is the word they use, which means that it has to be a 51% chance that something happened. Kind of like, This you is know, like a civil court, basically. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. Like, you know, OJ was not guilty, but they got, they, they found him responsible. Yeah, the civil case he yeah. was. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, um, there's evidence on both sides, um, what I'm hearing on the radio, that both of the parties was lying about something. Um... They said that the, the, the witnesses that uh, Ezekiel Elliott produced signed affidavits, but none of them wanted to be interviewed. And the one person that was interviewed, their story that they told was different than what was in the affidavit, that, than what was different than what, what uh, Ezekiel said. Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, no, no, that's it. Okay, so let's get to the girl, Tiffany Thomas, or whatever her name is. The Thompson. Bottle, Thompson, the, the bottle girl at Social. Shout out to Social. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... Uh, allegedly, there were three incidents, and what the facts are is that on one of the incidents, um, she told the girl to lie, and the girl came out and admitted that on one of the incidents. Mm-hmm. Um, additionally, there's the, all the text messages that we've all seen now that, of her saying that, I'm going to set you up, yeah, and I'm going to ruin you. She said, you better be smart and not be a dumb man, and also, your career is over, and... Um you are a black male athlete. I'm a white girl. They're not going to believe you. Okay. So here's my take on this. Well, first of all, I do want to say the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because a lot of people are, there's this meme going around about with, uh, what is his name? 
I, I want to say Josh Brown, but that's not his first name. It's the it's the punter for the Giants mm-hmm. who um, was beat on his wife and admitted it. So the meme says, "Oh, the white guy, right?" Yeah, the yeah. meme says, "Player admits to beating his wife equals one game suspension," uh, and then over 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 the white guy and over Ezekiel it said, um, "Police don't convict." Six game suspension, and I hate shit like this because that's a false narrative, and and, and it it, it kind of ruins the whole. Like it, it's trying to paint the picture of white versus black. Now the facts of this is that Josh Brown, just like Ezekiel, was um, investigated but not charged for for any domestic violence, and then so the Giants suspended him for one game because that's all they had. After they suspended him, it came out that he kept a diary where he was admitting that he was beating his wife's ass. And then less than a week later, not only did the NFL put him on the uh, commissioner's exempt list, which means that he don't he doesn't work at all, the Giants cut him. And since then, he's been blackballed from the, from the NFL, so he doesn't play anymore. Yeah. So that whole thing about, like, he admitted to what he did and he got one game makes it seem like he admitted that he did something wrong and they, and they only gave him one punishment. game. And that's not the order of it happening. Also, and then the, the other part of that is, is Ezekiel not being uh, charged – but getting six games, like, once again, the NFL is not going off of, like, the law's standards. So I say all that to say, here's what I think happened. I think something happened. There was some kind of physical domestic altercation, and she was salty, and she tried to tighten up her case and had somebody lie for her on the other ones. Now, the problem with that is if the police take that to the court of law, Ezekiel's lawyer is going to tear that up. Right. And he's not going to get convicted. So that's why the police is probably like, yeah, we're not messing with this because you lied about this. If you wouldn't have lied about this and let everything else ride, you might have been all right. But now you look like a liar overall. Right. I mean, I'd be willing to say that they probably maybe played both played a role in the situation. Right. Um, because I think we also know that in the heat of the moment, not to say any domestic violence, male or female, is appropriate. But I think people are like can admit like things have probably got heated to a point of where had they been more level-headed, when discussing something, it wouldn't have happened. Right. Um, so maybe it was a situation like that. I wasn't there, yeah, but wasn't. like, there's also a lot of her comments. It just looked like she definitely tried to take something and escalate it to another point. Which, exactly. I mean, it's not the first time we've seen like, and also the issue is like we've seen, in particularly white women, try to frame black athletes or black celebrities in these situations and be completely lying. But nonetheless, you ruin these men's lives. Right. And like y'all all know, I'm an advocate against sexual violence and domestic violence. Therefore, I'm not sitting here, I don't care who you are, black, white, purple, brown, I, it don't matter. If you're sitting here doing that, it's wrong, hands down, and you deserve whatever you get. But at the same time, I also am aware that people do lie. Right. And... To me, that there needs to be a punishment for that as well, because you make it harder for the people who are telling the truth. Right, and exactly. Make, and you make it more scary to come forth because it's the issue of now you because it's it is very hard enough because a lot of people don't want to believe that it's the same. It's a similar issue that we have. Um, I don't want to say completely the same, but like with police, where we give them this level of power and not realizing they're still humans. Right, they're going to make mistakes and they need to be held responsible as a human being for that and not been be held above it. Yeah. Um, and we do that with celebrities as well and athletes. We sit here and say, oh, no, he didn't do that because we see him as this athlete, not realizing you can be a great athlete. You can be great at what you do and be a terrible, terrible person. 
Like, and we felt a like it's like you we don't correlate that they can. There's so go many hand people hand. that were terrible human beings, but gave us great music or movies or sports. R. Kelly, Ray Wright, <laughs> like yeah, it's just big pun. Big pun used to beat. He used to beat his beat the life. shit out of her. Like, and yeah, it's just crazy. So, um, my whole yeah, my whole thing with the with the Holly Berry like did a hit and run like right. <laughs> we not. So my whole thing with that is. Like I said, I feel like something happened and she tried to lie to like, you know, I, I feel like we've all been in a situation, not comparing it, but we've all been in some kind of situation where we're like, oh, man, lie for me real quick be, or, or, or say this happened because I'm trying to tighten this story up. So I feel like she did that and she just did a lot of it. Right. And also, I feel like I mean, he might have did something. But um, the problem is the NFL, because of Ray Rice and because of damn, I think his name is Josh Brown. I don't know. Because of both of them. Now they're making an example of everybody else. It just so happened the last person was white and this person is black. So they're making an example out of everybody See, else. I mean, I think it's good that like you are aware of like the situation because like I wouldn't have known that the full story on the white guy because like I would have just been like, oh, because it is re- like that does happen. There are times where white people get a lesser punishment. Or don't get punished at all for the same thing that a black man, especially a black man, would get punished for. Often, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm trying to look for his name because I'm, I'm tired of calling him the wrong name. Brown, Giants. He out here being women. I don't care about his name. Giants. We don't put no respect on your name. Kicker. His name is, yeah, Josh Brown. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, he, um, yeah, good, good thing they got divorced. She finally up and left. But yeah, so that's something I can't stand though is um, something I can't stand is when people try to put it back on the woman when it actually does happen. Like I actually my first article like that I wrote for a fly paper was about um, Karuchi and Chris Brown and the, the situation with her getting the, the restraining order. Yeah, and people, especially in the black community, attacking her. And we, especially in our community, we sit here and we victim blame so much. And and also, it's not only is it hurtful to the survivor, because it makes it harder. Like, th- this is the reason why people don't want to come forward. And I understand that, especially as black women, we want to protect black men. But we also do them no justice by doing that. Yeah, you got to call them you en- Yeah, you enable that. I'm like, And then, like, the one thing I really try to focus on in that article was not attacking Chris Brown or any abuser. It, But it was addressing the issue of, like, you don't help the situation by enabling them. You make right. it worse because they continue this bad behavior thinking that it's okay because they're going to get away with it. That's just the thing. You know, um, this is another, it's a deep conversation. But, um, you know, American culture is built on men conquering women and women, um, their achievement in life is to be a wife and a mom and they're supposed to take crap from men. And it's hard to break that cycle even though we all know it's wrong. Um, it's hard to get that out of people's heads. But that's why it's like, Whenever something happens, the same thing where people have biases against white and black people. We have a bias against a man to where if a woman sexually assaulted, it, it was somehow her fault. Right. Or if, if, How if, much uh, were you drinking? Exactly. What were you wearing? Or, or, or if the police kill a black man, well, what was you doing wrong to get shot? Like, no, where was like, you at? Like, like, why, yeah. why didn't you just comply? Right. Like, yeah, if we he definitely. wouldn't have just did this, he'd like, no. Like, if he wouldn't have got shot, if somebody wouldn't have shot at him. Like, that's, that's strictly what it is. So, yeah, that whole thing. First of all, domestic violence is whack. There are men out there that think that they gotta keep their woman in control physically and dominate and be. And, and like you have your own psychological issues if that's how you feel. Right. Like you don't feel. I feel like your penis is probably small if that's how you feel. Nine times out of ten, like that's how their parents was treated. Like just to be honest, and, and their so, daddy's penis was probably right. small too. And, and his daddy's penis. And that's and where his it's daddy's, from. I, 
That's why so. you feel like less of a man, so you had to make up for it some somehow else. Yeah, that's whack. So if I ever have a daughter, I pray for that guy who puts his hands on her. Because, <laughs> listen, I'm going to kill him, and I'm going to just have to go to jail. There was some article about a guy You was only at, go to jail if you get caught. It's only illegal <laughs> if you get caught. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to string him up. I'm, I'm going to put it on YouTube. No, there was um a guy recently... I think he got arrested for strangling a dude that was assaulting his wife or something. And he went to jail for that. I'm like, well, I would have killed him too. Like, what it's you hard mean? because it's not self-defense. It's really hard. You're to defending, it's, it's defense. The issue is proving self-defense. It's a really thin line. That's um, why when you get your CCW, just shoot him below the waist. It's not attempted murder, man. I'm going to shoot you in your foot. Like that. That's, what I, that's always my thing. Like, I'm shoot, just gonna... shoot him right in the thigh. But, um... <laughs> Are we live? <laughs> we live, baby. What is he talking about? Uh, anyways, so hold on. Let's pause for Malcolm. All right, he has nothing to say. All right, so <laughs> wow. back to the subject about white women and their treatment of black men. Let's get back, get back to Insecure. Now, this episode of Insecure that just passed, this episode. Um, <laughs> you are so petty. Was, <laughs> was uh, Lawrence was at a grocery store and he got pulled over by the, he got pulled over by the police first. He pulled his wallet out, dropped his debit card. They let him go. So he went to the grocery store to get some liquor. He didn't have his card. So the two white girls behind him paid for his drink for him. He's like, okay, thanks. He went out to the parking lot, and they ran up on him. Like, oh, where are you going? He's like, I'm about to be kicking with my dudes. And, and they were like, oh, we're about to go hang out at the house. Too bad you're going to be with your guy. So, you know, it was all right. It was about that action. It, it was no question. So he went back to the spot with him, you know, you know, thing one thing led to another, and then he started handling them both at the same time. Um, how men usually do, which if you've seen an adult movie, <laughs> oh lord, <laughs> it's a, a lot of face riding going on and all that. So, um, the the scene ends when um, you know he climaxes and she does, and uh, the second girl wants some and he can't get it back up. So they basically clown him in front of his face, talking about other guys that was better. They do a line of cocaine. And talking about going to a different party. And the whole time he's laying in the bed like, what? So, I have a few things to say about this scene. First of all, I'm not letting some random girl I just met sit on this beard. This luxurious beard. Lord, it's take, Lord. It's, it, it took a few months to get it to this, you know, this texture and this softness. I want some random oh my God. girl just, you know, like there's all kinds of things wrong with that. How you know her ass is clean? Like, cause if you're sitting in your face, it, that's gonna be either in your beard or in your eye. You you gonna walk away with pink <laughs> yeah. eye? You gonna walk away with pink eye? Brent gonna come in here with pink eye. Right, and be like, like man, what was you doing? I've changed a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> no. Secondly, <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to incriminate myself. I I would just think that if if I'm in a random threesome. I'm just trying to get mine, and I'm not. I'm not um, Lexington Steel or none of them. Niggas. Like, I don't have th- that to do with two people. So after the first one, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm, you better like, get it while you can. Listen, like. the gun is empty. I'm about <laughs> to go to the crib. <laughs> but so, what are your thoughts on? Uh, I hope you have better thoughts about. It. What are your thoughts about randomly hooking up with strangers? Um, I've never randomly hooked up with a stranger. Um, really. Just because I, I, it's I've never really been in the situation to do that. I don't see myself ever wanting to be in that situation. Um, like I wouldn't be comfortable. Like I don't know if you're clean. I don't know nothing about you. Could be crazy. 
Like that would like I mean obviously STDs are a huge concern, but equally a concern for me is like you either know where I live or I'm stuck at your crib. That's what I was thinking too. Like, like I was watching the scene like, oh, he about to get robbed because that's, that's what right. I was thinking. He's over these girls' houses, two of them. He don't know nothing about them. And yeah, so yeah, they, 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 being crazy on top of STDs is another thing. Like you could be crazy, and I could end up in your freezer with my head chopped right. off. Like I don't know what's going. Like on. I just told you the whole reason why. Like I don't give people like you. You really have to be cautious when dating and just like meeting people. Like and now we including sex in that. Like now. You yeah. might fall in love the first night, and I don't need those problems. So what if it's somebody you don't know, but people know, like, you're, you have associate mm-hmm. friends? Is it, is it still, like, a you don't know, or? If I haven't been enough, like, been around you enough to, like, talk to you myself, and, like, if we haven't been able to kick it one-on-one, nah. So you ain't having no random sex. Let me ask Josh, because I feel like guys have a different perspective, because I know when I've been out in the... I'm, he I'm, said okay, nah. I'm not going to ask Josh. <laughs> let me call Malcolm real quick. Hold on. Let me, let me call this guy real quick. We're going to be on the phone for a whole hour. So, because I want to know, I feel like guys are more aggressive when it comes to that. Because, you know, a lot of guys, if there's grass on the infield, play ball. And <laughs> as long as she's of age, a lot of guys are just like, I don't, like, you know, a lot of guys think with the little head, not the big head. So, let me see if, I used to Malcolm's name. There we go. Malcolm. Let me see if he answers. It's our first call in on the podcast. <laughs> Groundbreaking. Just be ready to hang up. In case it gets too deep. No, it was good. We were hey. just talking about you. Who's we? Hello? Hello? Yeah, we were just talking about you. Who's, who's we? I mean, people listening to the podcast in the car. Okay, well, uh, real quick, um, you are live on the To The Drummer's Beat podcast. We just want you to call in real quick. Because uh, I, uh, I was just talking about the um the, the scene in Insecure where Lawrence took the uh, two white girls home and you know did did what yeah, he did yeah, yeah. and so we're talking about would you randomly hook up with some strangers and have unprotected sex? <laughs> nah, you see, honestly, that's the reason why I'm concerned about my my host could page. You know what I mean? Because like I, I feel like I can't really hold out if I'm unwilling to do stuff like that. You feel me? This might be the most like weak, insignificant whole phase of all like human history. Yeah, because because like and, and what uh what Storm was saying is that you can't really go over somebody's house and like 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 what they try to rob you or kill you like like you don't know like uh, I wouldn't say that I've been to, I've been to people's houses or whatever that I had just met. But I think men also have different concerns about I mean, that. I understand why somebody would be nervous about that person, but I don't think that that was that outside the ordinary. But I mean, putting the box all in your mouth and everything like you don't know. Yeah, you can't, you can't you can't you can't be giving out no beard rides on, on on the first go round. Yeah, that's crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, but then again, flip side though, you know, being equal <laughs> opportunities, like, like people be getting they 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 stuff sucked or whatever, like <laughs> as soon as they meet girls and everything. So, have you ever have you ever got your thing sucked off rip? Right now? You know, this is the podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast. Oh man, um, nah, not from a stranger that I met out, but um, uh, I don't know who I was listening to this, but I could say that, like, I, I on the first, I want to say a first date, like I met somebody off of Twitter before they came over and we was watching the Lego movie. <laughs> Hold on, this is recent. Oh, no, Lord. <laughs> Lord. No, like, like three years? Within the last three years. It had to have been three years. Right, so let me ask you this. 
Google. <laughs> if you knew them through a mutual friend, like, but like you know, like you, there's some kind of connection, so you can get back to them. Does that change the game? Or whether you uh, hit off Rip? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so make sure we're on the same page, cause uh, Storm over here, like, no, my body is sacred. I can't. I ain't say all that. Temple. I ain't say all that. Why yeah. you lying? I said. You lying? Fight me, Malcolm. I don't want to fight you. Why do you want to argue? Why do you want to fight all the time? Like, why can't we just be friends? Argue? <laughs> hey, listen. Like, look, <laughs> Bye, Malcolm. You got to go. Now we're about to, uh, we, we're to wrap things up over here. So I, I just want your input because I need the male input. And Josh is over here shaking his head so hard. Like, don't ask me nothing <laughs> about no random sex. <laughs> uh, hey, um, I need to publicly apologize to you. Time. You got to call in more no, often, I though. know, but I said that you're on tape, and I promised myself, I said, I'm going to go back and listen to it, and I'm going I'm to catch this guy, you feel me? And, like, I listened to it, and I'm saying, or they, I was like, didn't you just say it? He was like, no, go listen to it again, and I listened to it again, and I was wrong. Burn, do, have you noticed he does that a lot? Like, I'll say something, and then he says that you're the one who said it, or he'll say that you said something, and I'm the one who said it. That's not true. I do pay attention. That's an ADD, bro. <laughs> I, That's Malcolm ADD, being Malcolm. And, and you make a lot out of it. You're a, a jerk. I'm not making light of it. I'm uh I'm bringing awareness to the situation. Um, that's not how this works. <laughs> okay. Anyways, uh, have a safe trip on the road, bro. Yeah, for sure. Hey, um, everybody that's listening, make sure you guys go to Chain Stars here Ohio on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Um, and look up Senator Nina Turner. Yo, she followed me today. I'm like a celebrity. I'm, I'm a big deal. You feel me? Oh my God, right. you would. The have phone to breaking up. <laughs> the phone breaking We're up. We're going through a tunnel. <laughs> All right, so the consensus is don't be out here getting herpes and all that. And, uh, or chopped up. Or chopped up. Or don't be giving people free beard rides. This will be a sacred thing. You can't be out there holding your beard out. I, I know a lot of y'all listening wouldn't, wouldn't understand what I'm talking about because you ain't got your facial hair grown in yet. That's okay. Just wow. <laughs> Malcolm, that's Malcolm drink light liquor. If he started drinking dark liquor. Put some hair on yeah. your face. Yeah, you, Get you a little flavor saver like I got mine too. Oh my god! So, I'm done with this. I don't know. That's, is that all the topics? I think we're. Did we cover everything? Yes. The flavor saver. You ain't never heard it. Listen, that's what it is. The flavor saver. Listen. The best thing you do is you get a little beard ride and you just don't even wipe, wipe it off. So you walk around all day just like. Smelling your lip, like oh man, it's, it's, I'm done. I gotta go. Listen, it's kind of like we got, I gotta go. It's kind of like you got a piece of food stuck in your teeth and you suck it out and you bite it like no. second meal. It's the same thing. You smell your lip, like oh, oh my god. Anyways, this is a <laughs> oh my god. That was episode X really quick. That was episode ninety seven. Um, we got episode one hundred coming up soon. I think we're gonna have something special for that one because I think episode one hundred coincides with my 10 year DJing anniversary so it's lit we might have to you know what we need to do this might be self-serving I feel like we should have a, we interview all these artists we should interview me cause I got a lot of, I got a lot to say so Let's I don't do know it. I sound like Malcolm now I'm trying to 
set up stuff for myself. So once again, this is a uh, to the drummers beat, flyfavoritemagazine.com. Long live hip hop. <laughs> 